The Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie. Welcome to the Football Manager Football Show with myself, Shane O'Keefe, finally getting to introduce the show and... That's just because I am doing so, so well. The loser of this save, Ken Maguire, is on the other end. Ken, how are you doing, sir? <laughs> wasn't, exactly the, wasn't exactly the podcast intro that I was hoping for, but I'm fine. What's the podcast? What? Oh, yeah, it's more like an intro. Do you want to do the intro? You, you do the intro. No, 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 it's fine. It's, it's fine. I'm the one that's at home today. Yeah, well, I- first of all, if you're hearing any feedback, it's because Ken... Went on his hollybops and didn't come in today, which is fine, which is what you're not meant to do. However, last week, I made the sacrifice and came in here so we can get decent audio recording of the Football Manager Football Show for all our listeners. And Ken just doesn't care about you that much. I do. I do. That's why you're getting decent quality audio of me in the studio, because I have all of the studio gear at home, but obviously I'm not in the studio. Yeah, but that's the that's other side of things. I, I, I haven't invested in any equipment whatsoever. Yeah, see, there you go. You're the one that's been missing out. So it's been a good week for you, Shane. Yeah, it's all... It's Mr. Look at me, I'm so unbeaten at the top of the championship. Ken, Ken I was unbeaten coming into this podcast uh, last week. Coming out of it, I was unbeaten. Am I though going to be unbeaten coming out of it this week? Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna de- we're gonna talk of all about that. Um, we started Hashtag off the month alert. in what September. Uh, we had a yeah. bit of an international break, and then uh, I got the vision back from the board, and they were saying that all my matches, despite all those wins, all those massive massive amount of wins, are all in the C range. Like they're giving them a C rating. Um, they're that, said they're that's most kind of hard though, isn't it? They're mostly disappointed with the margin of victory against inferior teams. But I'm you're smashing beating them. By, you're beating them by two, three, and four goals. Yeah, and then I'm getting that late goal, which is how we ended last week's episode against Swansea when Jermaine, the be- <gasps> or was it Sheffield Wednesday when Jermaine that got was that. The, that was the live one, the yeah. second of October. And they weren't, and that got a C rating as well. I don't know. I think the, I think the board have I think the board have an awful lot to to answer for. I had been seeing C ratings. I'm currently down at the E level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm currently down at the E level. I'm second in the league for fuck's sake. Yeah. How you know? It's you've had uh, a very tumultuous time of it I, in, I the, have. in the past two nights. I have. And the the two nights we've managed to clear our way through uh, October and September. November. Um, so no October November oh right so uh, yeah let, we're, he- we're heading towards Christmas yeah okay so I was wrong uh, earlier on sorry yeah, so but, you, but you were right we did have the oh, I know so many wins it's such a such a hard thing to, to swallow it's a hard um, knock life <laughs> oh what was the one I was singing during the during the thing yesterday when, or during the, the gaming session yesterday I don't, I don't know, know but you had to it, shut it, up it, because it was in my ear and it was creeping <laughs> me out <laughs> Like the way we do local co-op is both of us on the laptop in the headphones in darkness. Just like, you know, in South Park where yeah. your guys playing World of Warcraft. That's us playing Football Manager. And then you start singing. It was the creepiest thing. <laughs> Me forgetting, of course, that you have the mad kind of noise cancelling headphones on yeah, while I'm was, sitting with was, like two little speakers on the it was, desk. It was horrendous. Um, but we did get through October and November. October was where we finished off with the live game on last week's show. You had the most dramatic of... Uh, wins at the end uh, I discovered that Wesley Fofana um, is well able to score goals and in fairness to him uh, we, we we jumped into an international break uh, immediately after that game we had two weeks off so we managed to crack through eight games 
to take us right up to the start of September. Um, for me, I was I'm, again it's that kind of pressure side of things where it's like you got to start putting together a, a good bit of form like the early it's the early games that killed me so far the loss to Hull okay fair enough we got knocked out by Sheffield Wednesday I lost to QPR I had that stupid nine goal thriller against Blackburn and <laughs> then uh, it was like okay we need to start getting a good run of form so the West Brom live game uh, was really really good and then it was like okay Time to time to knuckle down. Time to get Troy Parrott scoring. He had a hat trick against Blackburn. He can do it again. First game out was against uh, Barnsley. Uh, Palavicino is giving me a, a bit of grief still. He's really concerned because I I have to be fair packed out my midfield by bringing Ruben Loftus Cheek in in the last day of the transfer window. Um, but he started and he put in a really good shift. He he teed up um, Amarte with a free kick. Uh, to head us in front on 11 minutes Troy Parrott another league goal in the second half what was that? Uh, and then uh, <laughs> god damn it that's the fourth or fifth time you've <laughs> caught me with that already enough with the Parrott jokes no never you're meant to repeat uh, it and then I go what are you Parrott? <laughs> and then Wesley Wesley Fofana um my man Wes, uh, who'd popped up for two-headed goals against West Brom, he had a super strike from about 20 yards out, left-hand side of the box. Keeper had no chance, and we finished with a 3-0 win to, to kick off this week's game. And I was like, oh, thank the Lord Jesus. Congratulations, Ken. And I, this was all while Liverpool were not winning against Real Madrid. Ha <laughs> uh, City are still after Neves, my beautiful Neves, oh, and yeah. Espanyol are interested in taking him on loan. And I was like, what? I'm not going to give him to Espanyol, the inferior Catalan team. You know, no way. But City are, are really stepping up their interest in it, more so than James Madison, because they realise, you know, Neves is a class player. Uh, I'm kind of trying to preempt that now, and I made a bid for Sandro Tonali who's an yeah, old favourite. Happy, wasn't happy with that. Now, the fee was accepted, but I couldn't offer him the wages he wanted. He wanted over 100 grand, and I could only offer him 47, despite having 78 in the bank. And I started kind of looking at ways I can clear up that. And Zunga, my guy uh, who I brought in for 4 million from Armenians, I'm kind of like, ah, he hasn't been playing well, I'm writing him off. And uh, that, that's a whole conversation that I have with him. I try and sell him. He gets mad. And basically now I've sent him down to the under-23s without giving him <laughs> any of a chance. He's my new Wellington name. He's on 36 grand a week. I'm like, right, he's done. I only got him because of his cool name. I thought he'd be good, but no, not really. Mark Noble has taken up his places. Zindine Zidane, he's uh, given out that Kubo's not playing in an AMC role despite playing in 13 games in total, but I was playing him in a bit more central. Um, so coming into the Reading game, I kind of give in to Zindine and uh, I go a bit more attacking as I play Kubo AMC. Silva starts, as does Nito, so Podence and Jermaine are on the bench. I have them there so they can make an impact like Jermaine did against uh, in the in the in the live game. Reading are third in the league, but I'm at home so I go a bit more attacking and uh, I'm get I get annoyed. So on the thirteenth minute I give it a bit of demi more. I demanded what? more from them and on the fifteenth minute Fabio Silva comes up scores a goal on the brink of half time then Silva makes a two from a corner uh, I brought forth the noble one the noble one came on that, that that's Mark Noble he came on Fabio Silva then bangs another two on a fast break he's on his ninth goal of a season finishes with a 10 rating because he scored four goals won the game 4-0 setting records by bloody hell how many 10 ratings do you reckon you've had so far this season from I, any that players? was the first one and in the next game 
he only got 9.9 .9 rating so I I was devastated Sacked by that immediately yeah devastated <laughs> by that the next game was Huddersfield so it was a quick turnaround time for this game I rested Cousins uh, Podence and Triore and uh, Cody who got subbed in the last game they all you know, I rested those in the last game and then Traore and Cody got subbed so they would be a bit more fresh uh, Duffy, LaFont, Cousins, Podence all back in flat three midfield 20 seconds in Ken Silva scores of course he does Cousins then in the third minute I'm 2-0 up and it's not even five minutes gone then Cousins misses Christ. a penalty on the eighth minute I have no idea why he was taking that penalty Tom Ince then remember him? He scores yeah. for Huddersfield, made it 2-1. Silva makes it 3-1. Then Grant for Huddersfield makes it 3-2. This is in the first 25 minutes. <laughs> they get a peno, then make it 3-3. Then on the 32nd minute, I get a penalty, make it 4-3. So it was an action-packed first half. I kind of give out to him at halftime. Air bites. What's the story here? This is Huddersfield. Silva then goes on, scores the fourth, 5-3, without uh, Huddersfield really doing much in the second half. So I was quite happy with that. Another victory. And Silva, another I, four goals. Okay, so wh while you have the Huddersfield game, um, which is a little bit on the crazy side for you, I had decided to go with a flat back three or three at the back against a flat Guernsey. Back which three? A flat, flat back three. What the as hell opposed is that? To, uh, well, it's as opposed to like playing three at the back where you have the old kind of sweeper side of things. Um, so went with three at the back against Barnsley and three at the back, stuck with the three at the back against Birmingham. Uh, dropped Curtis Jones, brought Ndidi back in. Uh, playing Ndidi, Ndidi you did. Ndidi I did. Indeedy I did uh, and indeedy I played him at the heart of the defence we go down to an early penalty and I'm like Jesus Christ almighty we're after picking up the win against Barnsley and straight away we're on the losing foot against Birmingham if you can call it a losing foot uh, but we redeem ourselves through yet another Troy Parrot hat-trick what? Uh, had, to, had to do a little bit to man more uh, produced Two goals in eight minutes in the second half. Did the same for Harvey Barnes later on. Uh, he worked to set up a penalty. Troy Parrick converses a penalty. Takes another hat-trick for himself in the league. Uh, we take a 3-1 win. Oh, congratulations. We, thank you very much. We go from there into Charlton, which wound up being another 3-1 win. But this is where I start to kind of rock the boat a little bit. Um, Don't rock with, the boat, baby. With the with the kind of general dressing room atmosphere, and the dressing room atmosphere has been pretty good. Uh, it's been good through September, um, despite the kind of hit and miss results with the win against Cardiff, the loss against Blackburn, the draw against Luton, uh, and at this stage we're after putting together three solid wins. And at the at Charlton would make it four wins in a row. Uh, I go with five changes: uh, Lopez, Justin, Loftus Cheek. Uh, Marte and Curtis Jones are all in uh, Benkovic Castagna Ndidi and Harry Winks are out Ndidi is Ndidi is a funny one like we're only in October at this stage we have 14, 15, 16 games played maybe in the league um, but there's serious concerns over his conditioning he's coming back jaded pretty much off off every match now I do pay like high tempo pressing football maybe that's it but like his natural fitness is is pretty good and his stamina is pretty good you'd think he'd be able to hold out but these games seem to be taking their toll on him in particular it's because they're coming um, so thick and fast though it's like every third game 
There's or yeah. every third day there's a day like the Huddersfield game I played Hull next that was like three days then I had the Carabao Cup that was like only two days after then I had yeah. QPR that was another three days so it's just like bang 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 like I'd expect that kind of thing in maybe February March time when you're into the thick of cup stuff but like we were saying last night in comparison to the Argentinian side of things for season one you've got 46 league games outside of any cup competitions or anything else that you're trying to do so I, I don't fancy the idea of having to juggle high-rated players with conditioning problems in October. Yeah. If it was February or March, I'd be like, okay, you know, we've run into the end of the season and we can work our way out of it. But at this stage, you're trying to put as many points on the board in as quick as a time as you can. Um, well, that's why the, when when I went up against Hull, I made seven changes in total. Yeah, because um, I was coming. I, I remember having a conversation with you. Going, Southampton is coming up. Do I play my Carabao Cup team against Southampton and focus yeah. on the league, or will I make a play against Southampton? Because I thought we could realistically beat them. So for the whole game, first of all, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer got in touch and he was complaining that I wasn't giving Diallo a lot of game time. <laughs> Second of all, he's injured, and third of all, was he, I, yeah, I was just going to say he was injured. Yeah. And then third of all, I said he wasn't good enough, and Solskjaer was like, "Yeah, fair enough, mate." Like, oh really? Yeah, I was just like he just hasn't been good enough. And he was like, yeah, okay, sorry, sorry, bud. It's like no bother, Ollie. <laughs> yeah, but the whole game, big, big changes. Seven in total. Zunga comes in. Uh, just this is just before I disregarded him. Uh, Neto and uh, actually Diallo wasn't injured. I gave Diallo a run. Diallo gets injured. Ahmed Zodic comes in. Andrada he comes back in for Lafont. Matheson starts for an injured Kalulu. Kubu starts for a Cousins. But I kind of I'm like oh. Am I going to regret this? Um, I went balanced as opposed to being positive because we were away. Yeah. We're dominating initially, but then they get the goal, which was fortunately disallowed. Who won me? Uh, far from pleased with the team at halftime, doing a kick the water bottle jobby. After about 60 minutes, then I take Diallo off for Traor. I put Zunga into a three-man midfield. Kubo's playing really badly, but I opt to take Neves off instead as he's mm-hmm. wrecked. So uh, that's when Cousins comes in. Then uh, Neto gets his shots off, deflects off a whole player. It's an OG. I start slowly shutting up the shop, bringing the team back to balanced. The defensive line drops a small bit. Shaw's losing steam, so I take him off for Max Kilman. I come away with 20 shots. 10 on target, 59% possession, 3 points with a 1-0 win. That's an awful lot of work for a 1-0 win. Yeah. <laughs> a lot goes into it, but look, that's what it takes to be successful, Ken. You might know anything about that, but still. How many times have you kicked the water bottle this season? Uh, I'd, I've lost count. We've lost water bottles. <laughs> so many times. Name the podcast Kicking the Water Bottle. Kicking the water bottle. If, if, if there's any sponsors out there of, for water bottles... I'll yeah. I'll kick one for a photo up for you yeah. if you want, and but good good quality shoes or like old school cat boots. Now Doc Martens, Doc Martens, or any other shoe provider, <laughs> <laughs> just for the um, sake of diplomacy. While you're kicking water bottles, the end of that Charlton game, um, I go to give my little uh, post match uh, address, and I say it was a little bit of a let off that we weren't good enough. You won three one though. Yeah, but you see, this is the thing. It might have been that way at uh, a two-one. Like if if the game had finished two-one, it might have. That's the thing. It might have been more. Uh, it might have been more earned a reaction from me like that. Um, but they had reacted well, you know, to go from two-one to three-one. But it was scoreless at the break, and it was a desperate first half. 
Now, three in the second half came out of changes. Like, Madison had scored. Uh, Jack Harrison came on and scored. Ricardo scored right at the death. But uh, after the Charlton game, I say it's a bit of a let-off. You were shite for 60 minutes. Madison, not happy at all, asks for a little kind of one-to-one. He's mad, son. Saying that uh, he reckons that I was too harsh on the team. That he's, uh, you know, he's obviously a very influential player. I have to massage his ego a little bit and say, yeah, you know, okay. Uh, but that's the realities of football. That's the way it's gone. So we we go our separate ways for a little bit. And then we're on to a League Cup break. Uh, Leeds win again on penalties. They knocked Spurs out the last time. They beat Sheffield United this time. Newcastle won on penalties. They were leading. I felt so bad for Watford. you got to root for somebody when you're not in the League Cup anymore. Uh, Watford were down 3-1 to Newcastle. They scored two minutes into injury time to make it 3-2. Then they scored four minutes into injury time to make it 3 all force penalties, but then they absolutely shit the bed on penalties. And so many of these games are going to penalty shootouts from, from each of the, the second, third and fourth around the League Cup. United, City, Everton, Norwich and Chelsea are going through how did you get on against Southampton? Shane? Yeah, I was just about to say, nobody cares about these teams. They're not listening to see how Chelsea got on. They're listening to see how the mighty Wolves got on. How did they get on, Shane? <laughs> we did really tell well. Every, tell, tell everybody, Shane, how Ken, did they get on? Ken, we did really well. So, like, we, we st- we're still undefeated in 90 minutes, which is, which is very good. <laughs> <laughs> so diplomatic. Yeah, six changes uh, because I made seven in the last one. Kalulu's back from injury. Jermaine gets a run out. Shaw's fairly fucking wrecked though. Uh, Traore, Kode, Podence, they all come in. Jermaine scores first. We're on the way to Carabao Cup glory until Danny Ings and uh, another player scored making a 2-1. Jermaine then equalises. It's 2-all. We're coming up to the 90th minute. It's going to penalties, Ken. Just like you said, a lot of the other games went to penalties. I bring six Silva on, he's my second best penalty taker. He's uh, play penalties. I think I miss the third one. They miss their last one, so it's four all. We go to a sudden death. I score. Uh, they score. Then Traora misses, and Semendo, former player of Wolves, hands me my first loss. Now, this followed the same path that your Carabao Cup penalty shootout took, I believe. Yeah. Like yeah. as in it, pretty much everything that happened, it, the script was almost the exact same. And when Treora yeah. missed, I was like, "It's written in the stars." It's done. You can you kind of you kind of get that feeling though, don't you? And it's weird. It's weird when you get the feeling and you and you you know it pays off. But also on the other side, how many times do you, time like how many times do you get that feeling and like it doesn't happen? You know what I mean? So you can say yeah. that as well. Like I go into nearly every game just been like, "This is going to be the one now that stops the the amazing." unbelievable record-breaking run that Wolves are currently on due to their manager Shane O'Keefe's tactical nuance but it doesn't it hasn't seemed to happen yet and even the Southampton game I was quite I was quite pleased with how the lads did and I didn't even kick one water bottle I just said lads well done they're a premiership side we're championship don't worry we're playing QPR next so there you go you're already dropping your ambitions yeah uh, well coming into the QPR game I did not drop any ambitions even despite having four injuries going into that game four K how did how did it go against him because QPR I lost to QPR earlier in the season and I was well pissed that I lost to QPR this was this was at the tail end of August I used to we support were, we QPR we were just bad because my godfather is a QPR supporter until 2012 when Joey Barton got sent off and then City got handed the league 
It was horrendous. I was watching oh, the way a QPR yeah. fan, Aguero, oh. shite. So now I don't like QPR. So I, I would take great pride in beating them. Uh, but the bench, because of four injuries, has Johnny Williams and Theo Walcott on it. Uh, Nato, Jermaine, Duffy, gone. Uh, Gile uh, in as the... Uh, second choice Lord, no sorry Giles was uh, injured so the sec- second choice left back was gone as well so I had to play Shaw who was wrecked um, players are all apprehensive before the game and we go 1-0 down once again that water bottle got kicked at half time kicked straight into the head of the base so uh, I go a bit more positive then from balanced Connor Cody then boom gets a goal outside of the box I bring on Kubo as an AMC Johnny Williams on for Podence Neves comes off for the noble one 86 minute blushes are saved Silva scores after a fine ball from Connor Cody 2-1 the game ends rescued in the dying embers of the game once again you are literally turning into Manchester United in the late 90s Oh thank you very much for that amazing compliment because Manchester United were the most successful team in English football in the late 90s Thanks very much Ken You're comparing me with Sir Alex Ferguson You can call me (laughs) Sir Shane O'Keefe if you want That's fine Actually no I wouldn't take a knighthood Sir Sir Alex Ferguson Uh, Um, But Neves is wrecked All my players are wrecked so I tell him that because he's a bit jaded he's resting the next game and he was like sound boss yeah, I I have I've had to do that with Indeedy as well. Indeedy, you did kind of. Indeedy, I did. We're doubling back on it, so I've I've rested him, uh, and I may have rested him for this game if I did. Yeah, because I, I I see him coming back into play kind of into November, but we go on to play Brentford, and while all of these games were happening. Um, you you've been you've been doing the kind of comprehensive highlighting and I've been doing the key highlighting so my games tend to finish a little bit ahead of yours which That's because you want to get I, like that because you want to get them over and done with because you're very very insecure. That yes that's exactly <laughs> it. Um so I get to go back to the to the live match results screen and I've been keeping an eye on on Brentford and about two games back I was like Jesus Shane uh Brentford and Robbie Brady seem to be doing really well. They're, they're currently up 6-2 in whatever game it was. And then the next game, I was like, um, are you watching what's happening at the Brentford match? Like, they're they're up 6-0. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's 12 goals in, in two games. Against, you know, they're, they're riding high at this stage. Um, I think we get to play them, and we're playing them in the last game of October. It's Halloween weekend. Uh, I'm second at this stage. Because I'm, you know, first is about five or six games out of reach, and uh, Brentford have moved their way up to fifth. So off the back of a week off, because we didn't have that League Cup, um, we didn't have that League Cup clash kind of midweek. Uh, I lose Benkovic and Fofana within four minutes of each other, three days out for the game. Benkovic is gone for a month. Uh, Indeedy, who's already been getting a bit of grief is going to have to step up. But it's getting uh, a bit ridiculous though, these injuries, because I came into the next game with, with some big players injured as well. I was just like, what is happening? And at the same time, we were getting big players injured on the same day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. And I, again, I don't know what it is, but the injuries are really starting to stack up. So It just didn't seem any right, r- rhyme or reason to it, you know? No, they're gone. Uh, Lisandro Lopez, I recall, he replaces Fofana. So it's, that or I revert to four at the back. Castagna, who I'd been using as my little inverted wing back, 
Um, he's injured the day before the game. So that's three key players in my first 11 that are gone. I sense uh, excuses go- coming up here. No, we go balanced, right? Uh, Brentford, 16 goals in their last three games. Their first goal was kind of scrappy. Like, it was really scrappy. It was just a fucking scramble inside the six-yard box. Their first goal? You mean to tell me that they've scored more than one? Oh, they've scored more than two. Harry Winks uh, handled the ball in the box to give up a penalty for their second. Uh, And then their third came off a corner. Uh, Lovely header from Pedersen at the back post. My defence completely and utterly asleep. Uh, Bad day at the office considering the run that we've put together. Brentford, uh, definite promotion contenders, I would say. I'll need to check where they are in a minute in terms of the, the, the final standings for Nova. Well, they're not top of the league, I can tell you that. You know who oh, is? Wolves. I know who is. Yeah, I know who And is. because we're top of the league and we were undefeated, I got man of the, manager of the month once again. Yeah. That's we the third second. third month in a row. Second. Hey. I finished second. Silva gets player and young player of the month because because he scored like nine goals in three games. And this is when I get in the fight with Zunga then because I'm like, you fucked up my Sandro Tonali deal, you piece of mother trucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I was very unhappy with his performances, or so I said. Um, he's on 36k a week. My new Wellington name, he's gone. Zyndine gets on to me about Kubo from Re- like the Real Madrid manager, Zyndine Zidane, as we all know him. Uh, I was like... No, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to. I'm not going to give in. This is his fourth time getting on to me, and then he goes, "Do it for me, your friend." And I was like, "Oh, Seinstein thinks I'm his friend, okay." And then I call uh, the Portuguese manager Conceição, uh, pathetic. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm creating a bit. I, I was like, I don't like this lovey-dovey stuff I have with Seinstein Zidane. So I called uh, Conceição pathetic because Neves can't get into the Portuguese team. And yeah. uh, I was like, that's just he. Conceição said he because he, he's playing championship or whatever, and I was like, he's pathetic. Yeah, You're pathetic. I, yeah, my my next note on this uh, is what's the deal with Sergio Conceição? <laughs> he won't he won't pick Ricardo. So the two the two of us are picking fairly public spats with the Portuguese manager uh, and former Porto manager as well to see what the story is there. Um, but we're, we're our transition into November, Shane brings a little. Um, this is this is where things start to get a little bit uncertain for me because on the third of November, oh, this is only when it starts to get uncertain for you. Yeah, yeah, o- only in November. Only in November. Yeah. Well, after after coming second in the two, manager of the month award, three. Man, I've only lost three league games so far this season. How am I so far behind? <laughs> because I have not lost or drawn any. One, I don't know, one, two, three. Oh, no, I've lost four league games. Bloody hell. And two draws as well. I suppose to show there's all your points. Um, but November starts with a little message to say that Leicester have been hit with a transfer embargo. What? I'm like, why have I been hit with a transfer embargo? Sure, the transfer window isn't until Christmas. And, you know, under financial fair play rules, I'm doing quite well. I made an awful lot of money this year. I'm going to pass that shit with flying colours. Turns out there's another two groups hungry for the club as takeover rumours start again. Karen Baird, who had already tried to get her hands on the club at the start of the season, but couldn't show the finances at the time, is back in the mix. Uh, And she's touting that Luciano Spilletti guy who... You know, doesn't look much other than she has business ties to Italy. He's Italian. 
and she's saying he's going to be named manager as soon as it goes. I start watching the social media commentary on the site and they're like, ooh, takeover? Ooh, takeover. Is Maguire in trouble? And it's like, hashtag Maguire out. Hashtag Spalletti in. Hashtag whatever else is going. <laughs> hashtag look at your job status and it says precarious. <laughs> precarious. Uh, Riyad Mahrez, former Leicester great and current Manchester United. Turncoat he is. He's a turncoat. Riyad Mahrez. Uh, along with uh, Claudio Ranieri, are now demanding more from the players at the club, namely Ndidi. Uh, even Jimmy Vardy got in the press and chimed in about our upcoming fixture against... Well, he Nottingham shouldn't have Forest. left if he wanted to help, if he was so concerned. Well, that was it. But, you know, he saw the bright lights of the Europa League uh, at Arsenal where he's managed seven games in the last 16 fixtures, possibly. That's it. That's a good um, turnaround. So anyway, it looks like there's two groups interested in the takeover side of things. We'll find out in due course. But it's that kind of weird time. And this this hit just like at the tail end of, of August when we were coming up to the last transfer deadline day. Going, will I or won't I be able to control or expand the squad or do anything else? So we put that to the back. I have to bounce back after the, the defeat at the hands of Brentford. We go out and we play Forest and we're traveling to Forest as well. Good team talk ahead of the game. James Madison, two minutes in, opens a scoring. Harvey Barnes, Harry Harvey Winks. Barnes. Boom, boom. 3-0. Um, after the Brentford hammering, I had gone back to four at the back. For the Forest game, played in DD as a defensive mid. Uh, Harry Winks and Ruben Loftus-Cheek in the middle. Madison on the left, Parrot up top. Left Curtis Jones out again. Um... And then when you change things tactically, it does that whole kind of tunnel interview side of things going, hey, why are you changing things tactically? Did they not see my performance against Brentford and realise that changes would have to be made and certain players would not be featuring? Um, but 13 shots on goal, three on target, three goals. That was a little bit of a weird takeaway stat. But we get three goals, we get three points and a good start to November. Congratulations. I didn't have a great start to November considering Diallo this is when Diallo gets injured and then Silva gets injured so that, it was getting a bit stupid at this stage Shane Duffy comes on to me and was like I need to be starting more games I'm like alright fair enough uh, we're coming up against Cardiff I'm at home so I'm more attacking Neves is rested so I go with Kubo um, in the AMC role for my friend Zindine uh, Jermaine up top on his own the bench looks very uninspired to say the least I was meant to bring Duffy on completely forgot to have him on the team and uh, Germain gets a goal in the first minute but uh, Traore goes down bring on Walcott Cousin scores then Poden scores not much then after half time until Luke Shaw makes it four on the 65th minute bring on Conor Ronan and Matheson uh, as a right back 4-0 uh, 16 games out of 16 16 points clear of you at this stage and Traore I found out is out for four weeks so I'm not too happy about that it's just the injuries seem to be piling up but I'm putting that down to fixture congestion yeah your your Wolves team uh, hearing those scores are, are pretty much my river team from last season don't be living in the past start, man that was that's you go in and you start you know I, I can do that no you, you can't can live stop living in the past focus on your Je- Jester City the joke okay. of the team that you manage uh, so uh, I make speaking of the joke of the team you manage you also manage Tri Parrot I made a little inquiry to Tottenham see if he's yeah. available because I'm getting yeah. quite impressed with him uh, wasn't happy no you weren't happy but I was quite happy but uh, it wouldn't have mattered anyway because I got embargoed there's yeah. takeover plans 
Luciano yeah. Spalletti once again touted to come to Wolves. That piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the man, but like, stop trying to take our job. They took their job. No bad performances in training this week either. But I'm putting that down to Triore, who is on a break, and Neves, who is or Neves, who is on a break, and Triore, who's injured. They're the two players that want to leave, so they're not really uh, performing in training. Don't care; they're performing in games. Uh, coming up to the Luton game, lowly little Luton. That's a note that I have there. Four, three, two, one. Nito and Podence on the wings as Triore is injured. Silva back on for Jermaine. Duffy finally gets his start. I keep positive against Luton. The first mm-hmm. highlight, though, isn't until the 37th minute, uh, only because I went uh, comprehensive highlights did yeah. I actually get a 37-minute highlight. Uh, I had hey. two Demi Moores done by then. Um, then just before the break, I get a penalty. Neves converts. Nothing else really happens. Silva comes off in the 75th minute. Conor Rona comes on because he's given out that he wants to leave on loan because he's not getting played. The big takeaway, though, from this, after the 1-0 win, is Kalulu, who, as I was, I was telling you, has probably been my purchase of the season. Now, he's out for four weeks. Jesus. Yeah. and then It's still, the, only, it's still only in November, look. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's, it's getting a bit fucking annoying their manager gets sacked I think that's like the third manager that has got sacked after the place will played Wolves as well so that's a nice little record that I have um, but then you have a massive game coming up and I just I have, and a I, hu- I, have I have three huge games coming up and then I, the I, I I just have written here going Ken gotta get some Pulis power <laughs> Like Tony Pulis, you got you like you're tingering around too much. You just need Troy Deeney up top, bang in a header, and then sit defensive for the rest of the game. But yeah, you had you had a big game, and the media had a, a nice little name to, to it Watford as well. At Christmas, um, they did, and this well, there's there's a couple of things happened. So um, we were taken over in the wind up. What? Uh, uh, have been taken over. The old board are gone. Karen Baird successful at her second attempt, which means that Italian manager is now waiting in the wings. I'm told that I can keep my job for now while she has a kind of a route around the club and sees what the story is. Um, you've already mentioned my job listing and my job security has now been uh, labelled as precarious. So we go out uh, to play Portsmouth, first game under the new board. Um, tinker with the tactic again. Go a little 4-3-3 on this one. Uh, of course, we go down to a absolute wonder strike in the first half. Uh, not good enough head is wrecked a few changes late in the second half to drive things on uh, and Ketcha pulls the draw out of the proverbial bag with three minutes left to play super strike uh, of his own as well uh, gets a one all under the new board no real thoughts other than you know they're liking the dressing room atmosphere they're liking the support that the players are, are showing me um, the bit of rapport that's there my board rating is is an E and a, and a flat E I'd imagine that's got to do with them just kind of walking in at this stage um, and then uh, what happens is you get a little bit of a you get that little bit of a media kind of you know notice or whatever when they're talking about what's going to be the key game for the weekend ahead and the key game for the weekend ahead this weekend is El Sacico <laughs> so you've heard of El Clasico and you've heard of the uh, what was our one the Super Super Classico Super Classico ah oh, the that Super Sacico oh Super Sacico well this is the El Sacico where I'm up against Derby Derby are Derby are kind of struggling yeah their manager was in precarious because really struggling because when you were talks of you getting 
booted out from Leicester, we kind of looked at what options we're going to have on the yeah. oak. So we we agreed that you could only really apply for championship jobs from teams that don't have a manager. Yeah. And then if I made it to the Premier League, undoubtedly will. If we continue the save, I get to pick your Premier League team next year. Yeah. That's that's what that's, we decided on. And so I understood fair. that the Derby manager was also under severe pressure. So he was in a precarious position. You were in a precarious position. Hence El Sakiko. So yep. if you got sacked from Leicester, your next team probably could have been Derby because it was between them and Stoke that had no manager. It could well have been. And then instead of a promotion battle, I'm looking at a relegation battle. So again, against Derby, change of tactics, need some goals. I need to rest James Madison. I need to rest Ndidi. We've got a few uh, niggling injuries there. I want to get Gage scoring. So I put him starting ahead of um, uh, Enkecha, despite how he played when he came on in the last game. Uh, the collective sigh of relief is from just me. Uh, goals from Harvey Barnes after seven minutes. Uh, and then Ruben Loftus-Cheek after 72 minutes. Uh, a bit more of an improvement, though, in comparison to like the Brentford and Portsmouth games. Uh, 20 shots on goal, 12 of them on target. Uh, and I totally eased things off in the second half, eased off the press and eased off the tackling, because uh, we'd picked up a whole raft of yellow cards in the first maybe 20, 30 minutes. 2-0 win. Social media poll. Do you believe Ken Maguire should be sacked? Yes. 53% of our audience said yes. I yes, was one of them. You were one of them. <laughs> I voted so that was that. so I survived the first El Sakico, but then I end up getting thrown into a second El Sakico. And it's literally called this game is El Sakico. I'm calling it El Sakico too. I go on to play Middlesbrough. So now I'm really like I don't know where all this extra pressure is coming out of again. It's like You're, you're second, second in the league. You're second in the league. But the requirements are like you're Leicester, you're supposed to be winning the league. Wolves aren't supposed to be winning the league. Um but second big win on the bounce, three nil at the end. Uh, and I wind up with the early kickoff for some reason. You got a half five game. Yeah. Um, so I get three goals for Troy Parrott, one in the first half, two in the second, four changes to the starting lineup. I'm still trying to get Gage scoring, so I leave him up top as a target man with Parrot. He's like six foot three, he's gangly, he's good in the air he just needs I'm not quite sure what it's going to take to get him firing but I think he's played six games at this stage and he's just he hasn't found the scoring boots yet Madison comes off after being rested against Derby he comes off about a half an hour in with a knock uh, not out of the woods yet um, but it was a good win um, and the good win the two wins on the the two wins and the draw under the new board, they come back with a little message to say uh, we have been impressed with the support and the level of support in the dressing room. So your job is safe for the moment. We will not be making any managerial changes. Safe for now. I'm still in the lurch. I had two games uh, as well to play. I played Blackburn. Um, I suggested beforehand that Tony Mowbray has overachieved <laughs> before yeah. the game because they're second. You know, just throwing a bit like. Shade. shade his way uh, he dismissed me so then I was like oh he dismissed me so what? What? sometimes that works in your favour you know what I mean sometimes yeah. you get to him though and the, the occasion gets to him I dropped the team a bit lower defensively because I'm worried about Armstrong who scored a hat-trick against you so the team come and he's the second top goal scorer behind Silva in the league so I dropped the team a bit more lower defensively uh, also makes up for the lack of Kalulu because I had Matheson a young 19 year old there so I, I kind of give him a bit more defensive responsibilities than I would Kalulu and then yeah. I forced them to defend and make them go out wide so to keep the 
ball away from Armstrong, create a bit more space between them. Germain gets the nod on the left as uh, another game comes thick and fast. After this, I do Demi Moore after 13 minutes as all I... All the highlights so far have been Blackburn. Cody scores right after the Demi Moore with a goal from outside the box once again. Getting to the second half, Cody exists. Your main, my main man. Uh, give Walcott a run out. I give Jack Scott, uh, he gets a debut for Matheson because Matheson is only going to be my starting right back for the next while with Kalulu out. So I have to bring on somebody else. I call him up from the under 23s. The noble one came forth for a bollocks Neves, won the game 2 0 delighted with that another victory on the way and then I get told before the next game that one more game undefeated will break a record it will put you 23 games undefeated in I don't know yeah so one more game I break a record is that club history or league history or I don't know it didn't even give me any context it just said you'll just break a record and I was like we haven't even played 23 games in the league I'm figuring I'm figuring you're oh maybe it's 23 games in all competitions eh? no because I lost to Southampton so maybe it's going back to the Premier League days. They might have won like the last few games. But uh, yeah, the next game, I'm really apprehensive about this because it's a derby game. It's the Black Country Derby with West Brom. They built it up a bit too much for me, for my liking, with this whole record-breaking stuff. You know, it's a derby. We've not really blown any team away in the last while. So I'm like, yeah. is this going to be the time? I put Kubo in an AMC role because I'm like, fuck that, I'm attacking because I've seen their team. Their team had like two defenders, four <coughs> defensive midfielders and two centre uh, midfielders. So I was like, what the hell is going on here? So their whole, they only have one lad lonely up top and there's a huge gap there. So I'm like, I'm, I'm going to put an AMC, I'm going to have to have some attackers there. Once again, Demi Moore after 15 minutes, Neves slots home a free kick on the 17th minute. Podens makes it two on the 60th minute. They score on the 64th minute. It's 2-1. I'm like, oh no, but I'm not like, oh no, for too long. Because Podens has a lovely run down the right, provides for Kubo who makes it 3-1 on the 72nd minute. Cody gets a wonder goal then on the volley in the 91st minute, but was ruled off due to Silva for some reason. Silva's suffering a bit of a goal drought, but I don't care. I come away with a 3-1 win I'm breaking records and uh, once again as we came to the end of November I got manager of the month and chairman Jeff She said it augured well <laughs> it all goes well um, before we wrap it up um, I'll give you a, a few little stats that may kind of uh, keep you happy for the weekend before we get to sit down again um, Wolves obviously at the top of the table have the most goals in the league yes. 54 league goals you've scored wow um, uh, obviously enough you're undefeated so you're averaging 3 points a game uh, you've also got the most clean sheets in the league with 11 Andrada what? you've got the fewest goals conceded in 12 uh, and def- defensively solid you um, you lead the league for the fewest shots against with 90 I have a solid team, Ken. I'm getting a bit worried, though, about my uh, my bench. I know at, I was kind of like going how great the 16 players that I bought was and I can kind of bring them in and out. But I'm realising that the likes of Walcott, Johnny Williams and Max Kilman, I didn't bring in Max Kilman, he was already there. But like they all want loans out of the club now because they're not really getting that many games. Carbo Cup yeah. is gone. So I'm like, fuck that, you're there for a reason. You know, sure uh, Noble... Every time he comes on, he, he, he plays great. So I'm, I'm just a bit worried that my bench looks a bit uninspired. So maybe if Wolves keep me on, 
maybe I might uh, dip into their transfer market again. You certainly will, though, because they've after the board have after giving me an extra twenty three million quid. Twenty three million bucks. Happy days. Sorry, sorry. An extra twenty three milli vanillis. That's where uh, that's where my Christmas uh, spending is going to go. Uh, I'm also going to get Doncaster or Bolton in the FA Cup third round, and yeah, then I have Norwich. Next, and then next week we are going to play each other. Yes, we have to come uh-huh. up with some type of forfeit. But it's all uh, it's all written in yeah. the stars for you, Ken. <laughs> it's all written in the stars. Undefeated manager Shane O'Keefe riding on a high, lowly little Jester City. I know. Who, who are a laughing stock of the league former Premier League champions just the manager just can't seem to catch a break will this Time, be the next will be different the next episode it's gonna the, we're gonna have a completely different uh, swagger to us one of us is anyway yeah there'll be a big swagger there somewhere and I'll be back in the studio as well yay yeah great so if this if this podcast sounded uh, a, a bit different it's because Ken is lazy and he wouldn't come in on his holidays <laughs> But I'll play football manager on my holidays, no problem. It's that type of work ethic that has him coming, what, third, second in the league? Second in the league, yeah, second in the league. Thanks, Shane. <laughs> you can sign off. I'm not signing off. I signed in and you weren't happy with it. You gave out no, to that's me. That's fair enough. This has been the Football Manager Football Show. We'll do it again back in studio together. Uh, when? Friday, uh, when the podcast come out. We also game on Wednesday and Thursday nights. You can follow us uh, separately on Twitter. It's KenMC056 and SirSock1. Or check out Scoreline Sport on all platforms. And in particular, scoreline.ie. If you like what you hear and you want to find out more from us or even check out more of our podcasts like our GAA podcast the Clash Act our rugby podcast the Knock On uh, and our general sports podcast bringing you some of the best interviews uh, of the week each and every week it's called Scoreline Extra they are all available in all good platforms right now and in the KCLR app you can follow the podcast updates get league tables uh, and everything else online at scoreline.ie so until next week when we do it all over again good luck good luck